Hey everyone, what is up and welcome to the Lifestyle Lifters Show. I'm your host, your online transformation coach, Adrian MacDonald, and I help working professionals look, feel and perform better without restrictive dieting. And on today's episode, I describe exactly how I do that because you are going to get a bird's eye view into Mac Lifestyle Fitness. For the next 40 minutes, you're going to become an insider into Mac Lifestyle Fitness, where I actually specifically describe how we run our coaching service. Ever since I've been in business since 2018 and coaching hundreds of clients along the way, I have refined my practice. And on today's episode, I describe that practice in a bit more detail. So I describe what happens on our initial consultation call, how we actually draw off your training program, how you have to earn the right, you know, to touch a barbell, how we have progressions, regressions in place there to meet you where you're at and to take you to that new level. My overall philosophy on nutrition, how we don't believe in meal plans and more so flexible approach, something that you can adhere to sustain long-term so it doesn't feel like a diet and more so a lifestyle change. I describe our four pillars of accountability that we offer in our custom branded app. And I even do a deep dive into what supplements I recommend and how we actually coach our, our clients, not only physically, but also mentally. Because you got to train the body, but also train the mind. So that when you get lean, that you can actually stay lean and you don't rebound or that when you lose weight, you don't, you don't just put the weight back on. We want you to lose the weight and keep it off. So that is all for today's episode. Um, a deep insight 101 into Mac Lifestyle Fitness. You'll become an insider for the next couple of minutes. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. I really hope you do enjoy. Welcome back to the Lifestyle Lifters show. It is early on a Wednesday morning and I'm recording this pre-leg day. <laughs> what have I got in store today? Uh, today's actually, it's more so, it is legs and it's strength work I'm doing. Uh, mostly single leg work. Um, I like to do one day where I'm going like heavier on legs and then another day where I'm doing more like athletic based stuff. Um, you know, like single leg work, I'm doing some jumps and I'm also going to do some running today as well, which I'm excited about getting back into. Um, and just really enjoying my training now the last while. Um, progress is addictive, as they do say. And something that I made the mistake of in the past is like trying to like push everything all at one time, like. I want to be really fast and I also want to be really strong and I also want to have a great aerobic base. But there is a thing called the concurrent training effect, which is basically you get really, really good at what you do consistently. But if you're trying to do a lot of things at once, you can kind of be, you know, decent at them all, but not great at any one particular thing. It's a, <laughs> an analogy um, one of my favorite coaches of all time, Joe DeFranco, used, and he kind of used this to describe CrossFit because, you know, you go to a restaurant and usually you have a starter, you have your, your main and you might have your dessert. But with CrossFit, it's like, you know, you're having your starter, your main and your dessert all in one freaking meal because you're doing a bit of strength work. You're doing a bit of cardio. You're doing a bit of conditioning. You're doing these crazy crazy wads all at one time so i'm just being really specific on my on my programming at the moment and i'm what what's my main focus um it's more so to maintain my muscle mass now in the summertime and actually to build up and increase my aerobic base my running so as i said i'm going for a run later on today i'm going to do some weights first of all um i find actually having blood flow in the legs before i do a run it really does help me 
Um, unfortunately, now that I'm back in Ireland, I do not have access to a sled. Um, <laughs> I've been trying my best to get one and wow, like what an amazing piece of equipment to use pre-run. Because um, I used to do that over in Paddle in Marbella before I'd run a 5K and just getting that blood flow um, really opens up the ankle, the knees, the hips. I found it fantastic and really, really good before a run. I'm um, just for anyone listening there. But what I'm going to do today is I'm going to do um, some thrusters and I like to do today um, more so like single leg work. So I'm going to be doing like um, skater lunge to a lateral step up. I'm just focusing on single leg work, um, some quad work, some glute work, some hamstring work there as well. Then I'll get out for a run. Um, I don't have this run mapped out. I say it's about 6K, probably 6K, 5 to 6K, but there's a lot of hills in it too. So <laughs> looking forward to the challenge of it. Anyways, um, into the, to the meat and potatoes of today's, uh, today's podcast. And this is actually just how we operate and how I run my online coaching service here at Mac Lifestyle Fitness. Um, so I've been in, I've been coaching clients ever since I've been qualified since 2018. And just like as I previously worked as a teacher, you, 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 you think you know it all, you have a way of doing things, but then you learn through experience. And, and this has been no different because obviously the more clients and, and, you know, the hundreds of clients that I've worked with at this stage, you get a better understanding of what works well and, you know, what are some practices that I'm happy to have left behind. So my coaching system, what I would always say is it's written in pencil, not in pen, meaning, you know, it's it's one size fits nobody. And every you got to really treat, teach everyone and and treat everyone, shall I say, as an individual. So the way I actually run my coaching service, the first thing that always happens is, I don't just take on clients out of the blue. It must be a good fit for both of us. In other words, you know, what you what you need help with, I got to be make sure that I that on my end that I'm able to actually assist you with this. So it must be a good fit for both of us. So the first thing that I always do is I take any um, new or potential new client on a consultation call. And we usually have a consultation call over Zoom. It lasts about 30 minutes or so. And the purpose of the call is really just to talk through, you know, your health and your exercise history. Okay, so what would you have tried in the past? Have you been to the gym before? If so, how many years experience? Um, have you ever worked with a coach before? You know, what was, what, how was your experience with, with working with a coach? Have you ever followed a diet before? Okay, how did you find keto? How did you find um, calorie counting? Why did you stop? Why do you feel that you rebounded? Um, why do you feel at the moment you're not where you want to be? Like just really getting in, into, I guess, what they would have tried in the past and also lifestyle too. Lifestyle is really important. Like, are you, how is your work at the moment? Are you working 60 hours a week? Are you working 40 hours a week? Your stress levels. All of these things have to be considered and taken into consideration before you ever, before we ever work with with any kind of new client, because it must be a good fit for both of us. And, you know, the worst and the last thing that I would ever want is to take somebody on, even though I know that I'm not in a position to help them. So there are situations where someone and people maybe might want to work with me, but their goals and what they want aren't in alignment with my service. 
and and you know that, that that's just that, that's just the way things are because it must be a good reciprocal relationship between coach and client so we can actually both get the most out of this so the first thing that we always do is we do take our members or potential members on a consultation call and it's just nice as well to to meet someone you might be potentially working with um, as close to face to face as you can get without physically being there because it is online coaching only that I do so over zoom and it's nice just to just to get to chat um, and to talk things through um, so most of our members are what we call lifestyle lifters and guess what the name of this show is the lifestyle lifters show <laughs> so I don't work with elite bodybuilders you know anyone who wants to step up and stage and get to like four to six percent body fat because a leader knows the way and a leader shows the way. And that's not something that I've done myself. So I don't feel that I have the authority to help coach somebody else through that same process. That's something that I haven't done myself. So I only work with people who I know that I genuinely can help. And that I know that I've, to some degree, walked the walk and have talked the talk. So our most common members are what I kind of classify myself as a lifestyle lifter. We want to, you know, look, we, we take pride in our bodies. We do take pride in our appearance. And we want to feel confident in ourselves. Confidence in clothes is a big one. Like that's huge now. That's a big, big target of our members. Like just feeling confident in their clothes so that when they are maybe socializing, when they're on a night out, when they're even just going to like events, going on a hike, that they feel good in themselves that they're not always like self-conscious or dreading getting in photos or worrying whether, you know, um, maybe their, their tummy might be showing a bit in, in this tight fitted t-shirt or in this dress. They just want to feel confident themselves that when they, when they socialize, when they're out with their friends, when they're out with their, their partners, that they just feel comfortable. And that's like, that's probably the most common goal. Um, so lifestyle lifters who effectively, they take pride in their appearance, want to feel confident in themselves, confident in their clothes, but they don't want to like put their full life in hold either, which is completely understandable. And I'd always say, I'd rather any of our members be eight out of 10 consistent and be able to go out the weekend, to eat out at restaurants, to have a couple of drinks, to go on holidays rather than being 10 out of 10 perfect and getting better results. Because, you know, sure, if you are 8 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 all in, that all or nothing mindset where, you know, if I do something, it's got to be perfect. Sure, your results will likely be better. I mean, somebody who doesn't eat out at restaurants, who doesn't socialize, who has every meal and macro counted to the gram, and that's no insult to anyone. But if you're doing that at 10 out of 10 perfect, of course your results are going to be somewhat better than somebody who is Monday to Friday especially consistent. But then the weekends, not that we just press the effort button, that we just adjust the diet and we might go out for a couple of drinks or go for breakfast on a Saturday morning or go for a Sunday roast and be able to do that guilt-free consistently. And they might be an eight out of 10 consistent. And as a result, their, 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 their overall results in the program might be 80% compared to someone who's at 100%. But what we're a big believer in is the second word of this is lift or lifestyle. And sustainability, adherence, that is so important for us. 
And we really want to build this into our, our members' lifestyle. So it's something that they actually get to do, that they look forward to doing. And if you if you are not able to go out with your friends to socialize, to have a couple of drinks here and there, sure, your results might be better, but it's it's like it's just being in prison for whatever amount of time we work together, 12 weeks, 24 weeks, whatever it might be. So I'd rather you um your results not be as good, but you actually enjoy your program and enjoy working with us compared to being 10 out of 10 perfect, but then looking back in it in a couple of months saying, God, like I missed out on my friend's birthday. I didn't go on a holiday, a staycation, a vacation, whatever it might be. We don't want to remember saying that. We want this to be enjoyable. So that's really important for us. So I most commonly work, in, um, work with lifestyle lifters. We want to wear clothes with confidence, look good, feel good, but also be able to go out, socialize the weekend and not follow a restrictive diet. Like that is huge. Um, just being able to actually eat foods that you enjoy. And the best compliment we always get is, you know, I've, I've been able to get leaner. I've been able to tone up without ever feeling like I'm on a diet. And that's when you know it's a lifestyle change because it does take time to make a lifestyle change. But when you make a lifestyle change, it's just something that you do. Not that you have to do, but that you get to do. And just like you don't need to build up motivation, I'm sure, to watch Game of Thrones or um, Breaking Bad or any, any series on Netflix, we don't want you always having to be motivated to be working out, to be eating the foods. We want to, to just be enjoyable. So it's actually something you look forward to do. You know, let's make the gym the most enjoyable hour of your day. And I know that's not always possible, but at least when you start seeing progress with your results and when you start enjoying the training for the most part, we still got to train, we got to train hard, but when you enjoy the training you're doing, it's much, much easier to follow. So I most commonly work with working professionals. Um, they work on average 40 to 60 hours a week. In terms of gym experience, probably most commonly what our members have is they have a couple of years experience where they're doing it on their own, having previously worked with a coach or maybe just have gone to classes, but they've just found that maybe the last while they're somewhat plateaued and they're unsure what to do because they've just been trying the same thing over and over again for the past while and they haven't really seen any changes. So they're the most common clients that I work with. They, they do usually have um, guys and girls aged on average 25 plus couple of years experience but maybe just the past while they've somewhat plateaued or they just want a different approach something new something different to try out but I also do take on some beginners as well and I found beginners are very very coachable and it's it's a journey that I can relate to too because when I was starting out it's such a rewarding process when you get those newbie gains <laughs> I mean, you start seeing changes quicker than normal because it's just a complete new stimulus for you. So I do, I do work with some beginners, but I don't work with like elite level, we'll say 10 out of 10 professional bodybuilders. Um, that'll be outside of my scope of practice. So I, I, and I, and I don't feel um, people get that vibe off my content either. I kind of like taking people from, we'll say, um, middle of the road, somewhat experienced to, okay, let's actually now really go to a newer level where we're, you know, we're at a nice lean body fat percentage. We might get some visibility there with guys in their abs, with girls. We want to get a bit of definition, a bit of tone in our, in our tummy area, in our glutes. 
and and in her arms as well, in her arms as well. So um, that they're kind of the most common kind of clients that I work with, and also athletes too. I love working with athletes. I genuinely love love working with athletes. Um, and I take on athletes most commonly in the off season. After we'll say after the the six to eight months they've been playing GA in the pitch. But also some actually like to train with me in the end season, which I love as well, because contrary to popular belief, what you do in the off season and what you do in the end season, it's very, very different. Two completely uh, different approaches. But who do I work with? So lifestyle lifters, confident in the clothes, confident in themselves, want to socialize the weekend, but also want to look good and feel good in themselves. On average, working 40 to 60 hours a week, couple of years gym experience, they want to take things to a newer level um, so that they can look, feel and perform good and perform, actually increase energy. That's a huge, huge goal of a lot of our members because I've actually come to discover as well, a lot of our members, they're, they don't just want to satisfy and, and, and just, you know, be comfortable. Like they could say where they're at, but they want to they want to be more. They want to do more. They want to feel more confident in themselves. And a lot of them actually want to a lot of our clients. They they, you know, take pride in their work as well, just like what I do, that they want to do things to the best of their ability and have an energy. As a working profession, your greatest asset is your energy levels. And if you ever wondered how the likes of, you know, some people, they work all day and then they work out. They have the ability to work all day because they work out. And that's something our members actually discover when they work with us. Like, how come, you know, I'm, I'm training more consistently and frequently than I have before, yet my energy levels, my sleep has, has all improved. It's because of the training that we do. And a lot of our members, you know, they want to go for promotions at work. They want to, they don't just want to settle and be comfortable because, you know, we're, we're ambitious and we want more. We want to achieve more because that's what gives us purpose. And, and you know, having that purpose is something that I think it's, it's really important for us all, just to have purpose in whatever you're doing that you do to the best of your abilities. So after a consultation call, if it is a good fit for both of us and we start working together, this is then where we go through like our, our three main pillars are training, nutrition and accountability. And with the training, the great thing about the consultation call is I know now what your health and exercise history is like, you know, that you have three to four years gym experience. You want to try a couple of programs in the past. You haven't followed a program in the last few months. Um, you, you've in, you enjoy doing some of the compound lifts, but you find that um, maybe you just, you, you, you're, you've plateaued to some degree and you want to take things to a new level. So what we always do with any new client that works with us is we like to do a strength test. And this is something that I learned in my um, one of the certifications that I did, the importance of having indicator lifts. What are indicator lifts? Indicator lifts are like, are the main or the most important movements we're gonna prioritize in your program. And if your indicator lifts are going up and improving over a phase, doesn't necessarily have to be every single day, but over a program, over a training phase or, or training phases, they average four weeks. So we'll get our clients on a new plan on average every four weeks because we find that's the sweet spot. Four weeks is a sweet spot for us where it's enough time that you should be seeing progress, but it's not too long that you start getting fed up and saying, oh, this workout again. 
So because everything works, but nothing works forever. So it's important that, you know, you do have enough variety so you can progress. And as I was saying initially, adherence is the number one most important factor with any plan, with any coach that you work with. And the best plan, the best coach in the world, if, you, if you're not able to adhere to what he or she is telling you, well, then how good of a plan is it? So we find every four weeks we change things up. So in these indicator lifts, if those indicator lifts over a four-week period, over an eight-week period, when we, when we do the same or similar movement in a different training phase, if they are improving, that's a good sign that we're making progress. So, you know, for example, um, John, one of our members, would have started out, and, and now he's doing weighted chin-ups, but we didn't just put him under doing weighted chin-ups from the start. He actually started out doing inverted rows. And then from building up his lats, from doing inverted rows, being comfortable, you know, pulling his own body weight, we, sent, we then started doing some variation of chin-ups. So maybe an isometric hold where you jump up, you hold at the top of the bar, you hold your chin over the bar for a count of 10 to 15 seconds, you lower yourself down, you repeat. Then we might do band assisted, then we might do slow lowering chin-ups. And then we might, you know, start slowly doing just body weight only chin-ups and then we can start adding load. Or take Kieran, for example, who did a strength test, 75 kilos on, on the deadlift was his three rep max. Fast forward about 14 months and he was up to over 170 for three to five reps. So that's just a nice way and, and a nice analogy of how our clients progress over time. Because I'm a big believer that you got to earn your right to touch a barbell. For someone who is more of a beginner, this is what one of her, what Ryan, one of her members, noted. I didn't just put him under doing the barbell bench press straight away. Got him doing a floor press. Reduce the range of motion, friendly around the shoulders, and just allows you to be more comfortable with the technique because it's not as technical and the floor gives you stability. Once then the stability of the floor has been ingrained and you're comfortable in that position, now we can move you onto a bench. And when you move you onto a bench and doing a barbell bench press, your shoulders have more freedom. There's more movement there in the arms. So there's more range of motion, which means there's more control required. But you've actually earned the right to touch the barbell because through our progression and regressions we have in place, you've been ingraining that technique for the last eight weeks from doing the floor press. And then we move you up. So I hope that makes sense to anyone out there that, you know, we don't just put you doing one rep maxes or banded deficit deadlift straight away. You earn the right to, you build it up through progressions and regressions we have in place. Or take Kiana, for instance, too. Um, she would have been working out for home. And a big aha moment for her was being able to deadlift her body weight for reps. And I really, and I think there's a great movement for girls out there, especially in the industry, where... Previously in the past, it was like girls just lifting pink dumbbells and doing a lot of these banded booty exercises. But now it's great just seeing girls like pursuing strength and focusing on getting stronger. And guess what? When, when, when they start doing that, as a byproduct, they start looking better. They start toning up. They start seeing the definition in their tummy, in their glutes, in their abs. So um, Kiana was just someone there. She really took pride in her numbers. But as a result of this, she started looking much better too. So that's how we do our training program. We do a strength test. We have some indicator lifts. And then again, it's all about, this is the lifestyle lifter show. It's about how many times can you fit into your lifestyle? And when someone ever asked me, you know, how many times do I have to train a week? 
I'll ask them on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you that you can definitely 100% get four workouts in? And if you're a nine or if you're a 10, we can go with four. But if you're anything below a nine, what I always say is, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a minimum of three workouts. And then we'll have an optional four that, you know what, if you, if, if you finish work early on a Friday, if you have more time at the weekend, that we can do that fourth workout. But see it as optional and not compulsory. Because just framing it that way, I find it's really important because you can have the best possible week of training and you get three out of three. But if you have four workouts there in your calendar and you're only at three out of four, you can sometimes feel like a failure. And that's something we don't want any of our members to feel like. So we always say, look, we'll aim for three with the option of four. And then for more advanced clients, if they're already doing four, well, then I'm not going to be telling them we're going to bring it back down to three. I was saying we would go for four and the option of five. And this is what a lot of guys like to do um, in particular is um, the fifth workout. It's like a fun workout. We'll do a bit of an arm pump. We'll do a bit of core work for girls. The fifth workout um, and one of her clients, she did a fifth one. And it was just more so like glute work and some abs there as well. Something you, you look forward to maybe on a Saturday morning. And then in terms of training also, some of our members are still training from home and they're absolutely loving it because the benefit being you save time, that's probably the most important one because we do take on a lot of working professionals who work over 50 hours a week and just maybe commuting 30 minutes to and from the gym and showering, it's an extra hour and 15, hour and a half their day. So they just find you know, getting it done at home works well. And then others, of course, they like to do it in the gym. So no one size fits all. It depends on you. Um, so after a consultation call, after we kind of have the training mapped out, a blueprint written in pencil, not in pen, because it's always open to change. Um, we then we go on to nutrition and I don't do meal plans. <laughs> um, again, meal plans are, are great. I like to give a blueprint as to how you might structure your food. Well, I'm a big believer in, you know, teach how to fish, do it right, do it once so you can build this into your lifestyle long term yourself. And a lot of our members, you know, they're not in a position to follow a meal plan because they're traveling on the go to work. They might need to they're visiting their girlfriend or, or boyfriend at the weekend and they need to stop at a service station and a deli. And you know what? Like that's not going to have a, a, a real whatever's on your, your menu on your meal plan. That's unlikely to be in a service station or at a restaurant that you eat out in on a Saturday evening. So instead of giving meal plans, we like to give blueprints as to how you might structure your meals, but then we teach you how to fish, how to actually include foods that you enjoy into your lifestyle. So it doesn't feel like a diet and more so a lifestyle change. And that is genuinely the best, um, the best compliment we can get with our, with our members' nutrition. You know, as I was saying about Alan, I'm getting leaner losing weight, but it doesn't really feel like I'm on a diet. So how do we work on nutrition? What are the fundamentals? Think of a nutrition pyramid. At the, the most important thing is your overall intake, your caloric intake. So we, we need to be hidden, and, and this is gonna be based on your calories, it's gonna be based on your age, your weight, your activity levels. I'll run that through a professional nutrition calculator, and then I'll be able to give you a range of, okay, these are your rest day calories because on rest days, we probably don't need as many calories to keep us fueled. These are your training day calories. 
So on your training day, I'd like you to bump them up. We're going to increase your carbs because you need them more for your workouts. But on rest days, we will lower the calories slightly. We might lower the carbohydrates too because they're not as necessary. And we'll just stay within this range. Okay, so we're really focusing on, you know, staying within your calories and also protein. They're the big two things that we focus on. And on average, our recommended protein intake for our members is um, two grams per kilo of body weight. So let's just say you're a guy listening to this and you are weighing in at 80 kilos, about 160. But usually for guys, I find anything over 150, it's, it's, it's always pretty good. And then for a girl, if you're listening to this and you are 60 kilos times two, that's 120. And again, 120 for a girl, 120 for a guy, I've, or 120 for a girl, 150 for a guy. I find those targets really work well. Okay, so after we've gone through the training, after we've kind of gone through the nutrition, you understand, you know, um, you see, you're seeing all the lovely recipes we have as well, because it's great to, um, or recipes that we have for members. They actually are, I've, I've them all input into my fitness pal which is great. So you don't need to like manually input, we'll say um, sweet potato and carrot shepherd's pie or a chicken stir fry or chili con carne or um, protein pancakes or your banana blueberry oat bread or your protein bars or your chia seed pudding or any of these because they're all actually ready-made and synced in on my fitness pad already. You just got to search the recipe and it's all there done out for you. So that's something our members do enjoy. Um, just because when we track our food on my fitness pal, it can take a bit of time if you're inputting all the ingredients. So we try to like any of the recipes that I provide to our members, um, we do provide a new recipe cookbook on average every four weeks, um, every four weeks, because I found that just giving them all at once, it can be a bit overwhelming. And sometimes less is better. So we, we, we'll start out with, with our Mac Lifestyle Fitness Recipe Cookbook, and then every four weeks, we'll give you a new one. And this new one would have some different recipes. Some might just be lunch recipes. Others might be dinners. Others might be treat recipes. I have a soup recipe there as well, just for some, some members. Um, so it's all dependent, but that's kind of how we work our recipes with our cookbook. Um, after the nutrition then, so we have our training, we have our nutrition. Then the most important pillar for service is accountability and coaching. And at Mac Lifestyle Fitness, we offer four pillars of accountability. So I do have I do have a team now, and it's something I'm proud of that I am building a team and just assisting coaches who are actually helping me out and, and helping me hold our clients accountable. So instead of them having one eyeball, they now have two sets of eyeballs on them, which is great. And it's just really comforting to me that, you know, it's it's a different perspective too. And at our team meetings every week that we have with, with, our, with our coaches, you know, we, we just kind of talk through what's working well, how can we improve, um, what have been some of our clients' most common wins, what's something that we need to target or, or I need to do more training on. That's all really important. So I am in the process of building a team and um, we offer four pillars of accountability and coaching. So we have our own custom branded app that we use. And on our custom branded app, this is where your program will be delivered for you. You know, you'll see your exact training day for day one, two, three, and four, what workouts you're doing, what exercise you're doing, how many sets, how many reps, how much rest you're doing, tutorial videos, demonstrating how it's all done. And you can actually input your data. And the great thing is when you input your training data on our app, you have a record then of what you did last week. And it tells you what percentage 
that you've increased over the over the following week. So let's just say, for example, um, we'll just take the deadlift that you started out at 100 kilos in week one, and then you got to week four, your final week for your current training program, and you up that to 120. It will tell you that you've you know you've increased those numbers by 20 percent, which is great too. Again, it's rewarding, and motivation comes from getting results, and results come from doing the work. And you'll enjoy doing the work when you start seeing progress because progress is addictive. So that's just nice when you can start seeing in your training program what you would have done starting out and where you are now. So we have our custom branded app um, with your training. And then the great thing is, well, you rate your, your, weight, you rate your workouts out of 10. So we can see, okay, if it's five out of 10, it might be a bit too easy. We need to, we, we ideally like to aim for like a seven or an eight, seven or an eight. Um, 10 out of 10, it might be a bit too hard. Nine out of 10, look, sometimes we have those sessions, but on average, seven, seven or eight out of 10. And then you're in a position then to leave a comment after your workout so we can see how you found the workout, how, you know, if you enjoyed it, if there's anything as well that was niggling or bothering you. So we can change it up. Because as I said at the start, this is written in pencil, not in pen. One size fits nobody. And that's really important too. Okay, so... Um, we have a custom branded app where we're able to see then how many workouts you've done every single week, because if you complete a workout, it's a blue tick. If it's incomplete, it's a white tick. So there's no fooling or cutting us. Um, and then with our nutrition, the great thing is you can link up my fitness pal to our app. So when you link up my fitness pal to our app, again, you just need to input your data on my fitness pal and we're able to see what you've had for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, and give you one-to-one -one feedback on where you are what's working well and what we can improve on. So for example, you know, would you be open to adding a bit more protein to your breakfast? Because breakfast is a common meal that some people, they, they, they find it hard to get protein in. Or, you know, we're a big believer in just eating like an adult. Like, <laughs> eat like a freaking adult. Adults don't eat Pop-Tarts and cake and cereal seven days a week. And I'm not saying though, there's not a place for those foods inner diets but like if you're doing it consistently you know that's just a red flag for us that is a red flag and <laughs> like anyone who any of our members who do eat cereal we try to get them at least adding some form of protein to that um but yeah eat like an adult that's a that's a big philosophy of mine you know and as i was saying on our coaching call something i heard mike dolce say my granny's shopping list and a 28 year old guy who wants to get to 10% body fat, their shopping list is going to be pretty much the same. Now, the quantity, the intake, the amount that they eat, that might differ, but they have the same shopping list. All right, we're going to focus on eating mostly single ingredient foods. And a book that I'm reading at the moment, Flexible Dieting, that's something we're a big believer in. That in the, in the scheme of our day, if about 80% of our foods are single ingredients, what single ingredient foods? An apple is just an apple, whereas apple juice, you know, it contains lots of ingredients. So we're going to focus mostly on having single ingredient foods. We find then that the other 20% of your calories, that's where you've got more flexibility and leeway. So let's just say, for example, 2000 calories is your calorie target. 1600 of those we want from mostly real foods, which leaves you with 400 calories, which is a lot to play with, where you can include 
freaking if, if you do want the bar of chocolate or the small bowl of cereal fair enough but at least the other 80 percent is, is what we call you know higher quality single ingredient food so going back to our accountability we um you you we see your workouts on the app when you've completed them when you haven't completed them we can see your nutrition on the my fitness pal and then we also have different other pillars of accountability. So I do group coaching calls every single week and I freaking love them. Love when our members go on, they share their wins, they ask their questions and we're just really building a community here, which is great. But we also do one-to-one -one coaching calls as well, which is important too, where we just analyze, okay, what have been some of your wins? Brilliant. Um, you know, what are some of your challenges then that we can help you with going forward? So in, in essence, we have four pillars of accountability because we have one-to-one -one coaching calls, group coaching calls, the messaging on the app, and we also get our members to fill out a weekly accountability form, where again, we just kind of rate the last week on a scale of one to 10. What were some of your wins? What were some of your challenges? If you're faced with the same challenge next week, what can we do differently? And then we'll send you like a short Loom video, which is like a share screen based on this, where we just go through, you know, some of your, your wins, some of your challenges and how we can help you with going forward. Because this is the most important pillar of any coaching service out there. It's the accountability. We've all, and, and a lot of our members, they would have tried just YouTube workouts, Instagram workouts, but no one's holding them accountable. And they do one workout one week and the different workout another week. And you know what? It's kind of like, I've been doing this, but I haven't really been seeing results. But when you actually have someone there to check in with, it just, it, it makes things much, much easier, which is really important for us. So we try to over uh, and really just, you know, take care of all of our members so that they're getting the most possible attention and the most level of accountability. And then finally, um, after you have your, you know, your, we do a consultation call. We've, we've spoke through the training, the nutrition, the accountability. Other small things are like supplements. I don't overly push supplements, but some that I like the most common one that I recommend is a whey protein, just because a lot of our members, they find it hard to hit that 120, that 150 grams. And also it's nice too, just like, because we do work with a lot of working professionals who are eating on the go. So just being able to have a, a protein shake, you know, quick grab and go, um, it, it is convenient. Um, creatine for any of our members, especially performance-based members who want to push their numbers, we recommend that. And because we, we are in Ireland, um, or most of our members are in Ireland, I do have some clients in the US, um, in the UK, in the UAE, and in Australia. But for the most part, vitamin D deficiency, the big thing to just, you know, recommend that we, we, we do some form of vitamin D intake. That's always going to be good too. But I don't overly push supplements because guess what? If we're hitting the big rocks of, you know, calories, protein, carbohydrates, fats, getting good micros, getting good veggies in there or water intake. And then your supplement with, you know, whey protein, creatine and the likes of vitamin D, maybe someone who has some inflammation, we might do an omega-3 fatty acid. Um, but for the most part, if we're just hitting those big rocks, like the supplements are really just the icing on the cake. Not to say that they don't matter, but just we focus on the most important things first. And they're just like, that's where we might finish off on. So um, that would kind of be how we work with supplements and then also with mindset too. Big into mindset now. And I did out a mindset curriculum this time last year where I filmed and recorded like just, it's what we call Mindset Mondays because we all have a visual of how we want our bodies to look. 
but mentally you got to make sure that you're ready to actually go there and the difference between those who lose the weight and those who lose the weight and keep it off or those who get lean and those who are able to stay lean it rarely comes down to the practice and it more, more often than not comes down to the mindset so we just we, we did out a kind of a mindset motivation curriculum and then on our clients calendars every single monday they're able to see this and it's just like a different training maybe three or four minutes each day with some reflective tasks and i know some people do it and other people don't but i i just like having the option there because look I, i'm not a therapist by any means and, and again i don't operate outside my scope of practice but this is the lifestyle lifter show and if you want this to be a permanent body transformation it does it does require that you train the body but you also train the mind so that's where our mindset curriculum comes in and that is how we offer our coaching at mac lifestyle fitness so i hope that makes sense for everyone listening there i'm um, just to kind of speak through the process again i don't work with anyone and everyone i only work with anyone who i genuinely feel that i can help and it must be a good fit for both of us a good client coach relationship is in so important so important so that we both you know get the most out of this um so after a consultation call on zoom if it's a good fit we'll talk through the training and um, we have our indicator lifts which is important we don't just throw you under a max effort deadlift um you've got to earn the right you got to earn the right to build it up our programs do go on average between um 12 to 24 weeks depending on where you're at um, usually for like 12 weeks, we'll really focus on leaning out. And then if it's if it's for six months, it's more lifestyle integration where we're okay. Because a lot of people then they feel challenged with, I've lost the weight, but now how do I keep it off? And that's just where we love doing the six months because it allows you then to get to where you want. Okay, you're happy with your shape, you're happy with your body fat percentage, and then we'll bring you the other direction. We'll get you folks on building a bit of lean muscle doing a bit of a lean bulk, you know, going out of the um, going out of the calorie deficit and going more towards maintenance and even in a surplus. So that's kind of how we operate our training in terms of duration. How many times a week? It depends on you. But you got to be 90 percent confident in yourself that if it's four times, you can do that with 90 percent certainty. That's important as well. Um, you can do it at home. You can do it in the gym. We just got to prioritize your indicator lifts. With the nutrition, we don't do meal plans. We'll give you a blueprint. We'll give you calorie ranges for rest day, for training and protein targets. They're really, really important for us. You'll have a detailed shopping list. You'll have lovely recipe cookbooks um, that you'll get every four weeks with lots of new recipes and they're all there in MyFitnessPal. We offer four, four pillars of accountability, which include one-to-one -one coaching calls, group coaching calls, um, messaging on the app and just your weekly accountability your weekly check-in form and then in terms and this is all accessing our custom branded app and then for supplementation you know we, we mostly recommend like whey protein creatine vitamin d uh, maybe an omega-3 fatty acid there too and in terms of mindset we have our mindset curriculum as well just because we want all of our members to make a permanent body transformation so that is all for for this week's episode um, if you are interested in working with me on a one-to-one -one basis, just fill out my application form on my website at MacLifes, so www.maclifestylefitness.com. I will uh, put the link in the show notes, or if, you just, if you're curious to, hear, to learn a bit more, 
um, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Mac Lifestyle Fitness on Instagram. I'll also post a link in the show notes. And just reach out. Let me know. You know, I've been thinking about getting one-to-one coaching. Just curious. Um, just curious to see if this would be, if, 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 if and how you might be able to help me. Or, you know, if you just like access to one of my awesome recipe cookbooks, I do have a link in the bio as well there where you click the link, you input your email, and then that's going to be emailed to you. Lovely, delicious, nutritious, um, and healthy recipes. And the purpose of the recipe cookbook is to teach your members that in order for, you know, your health, your fitness to win, it doesn't have to be boring. And you can, in fact, eat foods that you enjoy and still lose weight and still live your life. And that way it doesn't ever feel like a diet and more so a lifestyle change because this is the Lifestyle Lifters show and that is the type of client that I work with. So Lifestyle Lifters, I hope you found this episode um, enjoyable. If you did, if you learned something new, if you gained perspective, if it just might have taught you to question your own approach and maybe change things up, brilliant. If you got any value of it all though, just please pay the fee, which is share a friend. Share with a friend, pay the dues, pay it forward. Tell someone about this, this, this lifestyle lifters movement that we're implementing who needs to hear it, who would benefit from, you know, what we're kind of preaching here on the show every single week. Um, so that is all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoy it and hope everyone has a kick-ass week.